0: Welcome to I Speak Human, a podcast about navigating the human experience by way of the stars. I'm your host, intuitive astrologer, Akashic record reader, and fellow human, Victoria Greer-Stevens. Join me each week as we look to the stars to answer life's big questions. Who are we? Where are we going? And why are we here? This is this I Speak, Speak, Speak no. Human. I'm excited to get into today's podcast. Let's go ahead and jump in. Unfortunately, I did not get this podcast out at the beginning of August. So there's a whole week worth of information that has already happened, but we're still going to go over it and it's still going to be in the show notes because I think it's important to kind of know the overall energy of this month because as the month goes on, some of those energies are going to echo and yeah, all good stuff. I'm actually recording this on the new moon in Leo. So, which is in my first house. So I feel a lot of energy going on right now. I'm trying to ground it so I can record this episode. Um, Okay, let's get into this. So let's go back in time to August 1st. So a couple about, you know, 10 or so or nine days ago when this podcast comes out. What was happening on August 1st is Mercury was conjuncting the sun. This is when it happens exactly. This is called a Kazemi. And I've talked about this on other episodes before. This is a really powerful time. Now, yeah, we already missed it, but I want you to think back on like August 1st. How was your mental state? Did you, was, there's generally like a lot of clarity around that time. So decisions can be made on like, even maybe if you're navigating a relationship and not knowing like which direction it's going to go you can get like really clear insights. So look back on August 1st, did you have clear insights about anything? Did you move forward in a certain way or maybe just know where you're wanting to go? Also on August 1st, this sun and mercury kazimi was opposing Saturn in Aquarius. So there was like there's a level of seriousness to whatever you decided and your mental state um this could also make you a little critical of yourself so I re- I feel like I really felt that I felt me being a little extra critical of myself and just feeling like nothing I was doing was right um, but it also I think helped me. Look at some of the things I was doing in my lifestyle, and going, okay, I need to, I need to course correct, and I have been slowly course correcting. Like as you guys know, COVID kicked all of our asses, and it it kicked our asses in different ways based on our circumstances. Um, but yeah, I've I've just been getting back to a form of normal and just, you know, realizing things like, oh, my health hasn't been a priority and budgeting hasn't been a priority and I've gained some weight. And so I'm now working to lose that and getting back into the gym and just starting to pay attention to oh like clothes again and fashion and travel and you know, looking at the future rather than just being in the survival state. But with that, I felt really overwhelmed. with like, what do I need? Because um, I've kind of sprinkled this in throughout, but I grew up with a lot. I had a lot of trauma happen to me as a kid. And my dad died when I was three in a car accident. And my mom was depressed growing up and remarried. And he was verbally abusive. And we moved away from everybody. And there was just a lot going on. And I don't really remember having a lot of stability. And so I think as an adult, it's hard for me to like know, what do I even need? What is stability? Like I was around my girlfriends this weekend and one of them is a Capricorn and she's a Libra moon and she has like very consistent, steady rhythms. And I'm almost like envious of her because I'm also a Capricorn of the Libra moon. And I'm like, I need those. I just don't know what they are. And they're not the same. Like mine aren't hers. I'm a lot, I have a lot more fire than she does. So I'm really fast and quick and I can kind of just get up and go and I'm like really inspired a lot and excited and she needs a little bit more time to like get moving. But because that, but some days I wake up and that fire is not there and I don't really know how to cultivate it yet or I used to and I'm like re-remembering, I guess I should say. So working out and getting my physical body moving, also getting back into some kundalini and just waking up that fire energy. Anyway, I don't know how I got off on that subject, but (laughs) let's get back to the forecast. So also on the second and third, um, Venus made a trine to Uranus, um, which really mixed up how you approach pleasure. So you may have also found yourself being more willing to try new foods or new fashion. I'm gonna kind of breeze through this first week because it's already happened by the time this airs, um, and then I'll I'll spend a little bit more time on like the transits that are coming up. So on the fourth, Mercury squared Uranus. This may you may have noticed a lot of like changes happened. Um, I know. I think I had. We were on a trip and I was planning to come back um, on the Monday and then on the Monday like that same like a student booked and I had to come back last minute and there was like a lot of stress because I couldn't I didn't know if I needed to come back that Sunday night or if I could wait till the morning and it was which is that's totally Mercury square Uranus because Mercury is like commuting and and it was about like my commute to work like can I get to work on time Um, and things were being changed, and I also felt really anxious and nervous about it. Um, and it's funny because my suggestion was get outside, and yeah, we went for a went for a hike, and it was very helpful to help me channel the energy. And then I was like, oh, actually, I'm fine. I can stay here another night. Because what happened was like a student had a makeup that was like an hour earlier or two hours earlier or something, and I freaked out because I was in. I was in East Tennessee in the mountains with my girlfriends for the weekend and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to make it back." But I was their ride, so I would have disrupted the entire trip. And I had so much anxiety about it. And they were both so kind. They were like, "It's totally fine. We can go back. Like we get it." They're both like, you know, they're both like service. They're in the service industry, so they understand like things like that. And but I had so much anxiety about it. But when I got outside, when we went for a hike, I was like, you know what? It's totally fine. Let's just get up early. I can handle that. And it was. And we made really good time and then I had like two extra hours to myself before I had to go in and teach. So um, yeah, so I'm guess I'm just saying like showing you an example of like where that Uranus energy did come in and how when I channeled it, it, yeah, it worked a lot better. And then on the 6th and 7th, and I think, you know, I'm still even kind of finishing or feeling this energy now, the sun was squaring to Uranus. For this, expecting the unexpected, make a schedule, but be willing to go with the flow. So, and I can tell that I did not do this because that Uranus energy, I think, was really overwhelming for me because Uranus is like shaking things up, changing things, um, and I think I could feel that kind of everything's disjointed and I think I shut down and I was like, oh God, I don't want to do anything. And I just kind of checked out and I did not create a plan for myself. And because I hadn't created a plan for myself, I like couldn't do anything. And so that's something like just to keep in mind with, with Uranus energy and as somebody that has a lot of Uranus in their chart, you it's not that you want to just abandon plans. So... It's just that you want to have more flexibility with your plan. So as we continue to talk about Uranus this month and the dates that it'll get activated, you actually do want to have, especially Uranus and Taurus, and it's all squaring Saturn and Aquarius. So these are fixed planets. We want some level of consistency, some level of structure, but we want fluidity and willingness to change within those structures. Um, So Yeah. Uranus is always wanting us to take an adventure. So that was happening, um, on August 6th through the 7th and today's the 8th when I'm recording this. So feeling that a little bit still. So now getting into the new moon and I'm going to harp on this a lot because even though this comes out on the 9th, um, this, you're still feeling this energy. So this new moon happened at 16 degrees of Leo. I was getting coffee right at that moment. And I looked down and I was like, Oh, it's the new moon now. Um, Uranus energy is really dominant in this new moon. So I've seen everyone talk about wanting to set intentions around this new moon. And while I don't want to say don't set intentions, here's what I want to say. Uranus energy gives things a sense of impermanence, but then Saturn is there. So it's things that we feel like we need to be permanent to feel secure. So there's this there's a level of like we want to change things in our lives and even like with the intentions we we you know are channeling or maybe setting there's this desire to change and rebel and with Uranus and so the intentions and the things we want right now might be a little bit outside of what we actually want but they're The best way to kind of use that Uranus energy is to make a change. So, for me, for instance, this new moon is happening in my first house. And so, Uranus energy, it's quick, it's abrupt. Saturn energy, it's long term. So, because the new moon is dancing with both of these planets, it's really important to figure out a way to work with both of these. Or, sorry, we're going to take work out of the vocab to honor both of these energies without basically being a victim to their more maybe malefic nature. So really what we're asking ourselves is how are we using that uranus energy for and saturnian energy for good not evil. And <laughs> better yet, how can we use it to better benefit our lives so it doesn't f up our lives. So I really like with this with Saturn and Uranus, I like to make changes that I want to last. So Uranus is that quick and that shift and that change. Now when I say make a change that you want to last, I wouldn't necessarily say this would be like a great time to like start a new business. I would say this would be a good time to like start a new habit or start a new routine. Um, Because that's like a shift in energy that Uranus, because like for me, like this is all happening in my first house. So like the energy of the first house of like the body. I have a hard time like getting myself to do something new and different once I've been doing one thing for a while. So, I've been going on walks every day and that's lovely and that's wonderful, but I'm not getting enough sweat in and my heart rate's not getting high enough to really be resetting my nervous system like I need, so I needed to join a gym. And It's hard for me to make that shift just because I'm used, even though the gym's closer, it's actually more convenient for me to go to the gym. I like going to the gym, but it's just, I'm so, I'm fixed when it comes to like what I do with my body that I have to really use a lot of energy to shift and do something different. So this Uranus Saturn energy for me has been great because I've been using that Uranus energy of let's try something different with this Saturnian energy of like, but let's try something different that we want to keep doing, like working out every day um, or shifting the way I'm eating. And again, this is all happening in my first house. So depending on what house you have Leo in, it's going to be super different for you. So Leo risings are probably noticing that there's been a lot more focus on like their physical body, what they're putting into it, maybe even how they're dressing. Um, Like my mom called me last night and was like, I want to give you some money for you to go buy new clothes. And I was like, okay, great. So Leo, so new moon, In the first house in Leo, it's it's it was perfect. And I was like, and she was like, I'm going to send it to you tomorrow on the new moon. So it's that's just kind of an example of like how you can work with the energy, but also how the energy like can show up for you. Okay, let's move on from the new moon. Let's look at what's coming up this week. Okay, so for the ninth and 10th, Venus is opposing Neptune. So this is a really dreamy time. It's really nice. It's really pleasant. But it's really important to know that you have on your rose-colored glasses right now. So Venus is in Virgo, and Venus in Virgo is, it's not like the most, like, life of the party. It can be a little uptight. Venus in Virgo is wonderful. I have a really wonderful friend, and he has his Venus in Virgo. They are wonderful caretakers. They're so good at anticipating your needs and making sure, you know, and doing a lot of, like, physical stuff and to care for people picking up after somebody or just doing anything that's like a service-oriented task for somebody. They're very, very service-oriented. They want to help people, Um, but they're not necessarily like Venus and Virgo is not necessarily going to like relate to you by throwing you a big party or like, you know, it's going to relate to you in a much more practical way. So Venus and Virgo is not also is maybe not even the most romantic you know, combination, but opposing Neptune, that gives it a much more dreamy, romantic vibe. So, while this is happening, so we kind of need Virgo, Venus, and Virgo to loosen up a little bit because that's the energy we're under right now of like just get things done. And this energy is good. And I've like been feeling with that, that like even in my partnership, I've been feeling a little bit of not get things done, but like a lot of things that need to get done. And when I'm saying, like, like, The way I wanted to like Caleb's been setting up our patio for me and he knows that's something I want. So he's been like setting up the patio. And when he was out of town, I was like, oh, I'm going to do the laundry and I'm going to get the house picked up, which is very, very Venus and Virgo. And those are wonderful things that I'm not criticizing them. And they're very important, but they're not the most like romantic things. And I've, we haven't been sending each other like as much lovey-dovey stuff. We've more been like, I did this for you. I bought this for you. I'm going to do this for you or like checking on, you know each other and stuff like this. So it's a very it's a very Virgo energy. And so yeah, I'm excited for this Neptune to come in and kind of help give us some dreaminess and that and for and that may also be in like this doesn't have to be in a romantic context. This is, it can also be in like the way you relate to other people. So if you've noticed that like lately you've been like all business, you might notice that you just feel like a little bit more pleasant and dreamy over these days. Now, I will say that you're seeing the world through rose colored glasses. So just be aware that this feeling won't last. So if you like, let's say for instance, you meet somebody new, um, and you go on a date around this time. So the ninth or the 10th, you might be like infatuated with them. Um, or find like a new outfit that you're just like, this is amazing. I look awesome. And then like two days later, be like, what the fuck was I thinking? Um, or it might be just a little too out there for you. Um, you might also find yourself like maybe spending a little bit more money on like escapism things. This is a fun transit. Don't get too worried about it. But just be aware that you're kind of you're not all here right now around the 9th and the 10th. Then your judgment might be a little a little off. um, Positively off, but maybe a little off. Also on the 10th, Mercury is opposing Jupiter. So this is also this is a really nice transit, but but it, you know, Jupiter is a, considered a positive planet, but it's also, it's, it's an expansive planet. It makes things more. So when Mercury is opposing Jupiter, it is expanding and making Mercury things bigger. So it's mercurial things, Mercury, like communication, um, technology, transportation, um, really technology. So like, I don't, I could see like, some big tech thing coming out around this time or something big like a tech company announcing something. That's very Mercury opposing Jupiter. um but you might just notice that everyone's a lot more chatty. Um You also might, because Jupiter is also like religion and different ways of thought, you might, you know, find yourself looking at other religions or spirituality. Jupiter is also travel. You might start planning some travel or have like this strong desire to travel, Just be aware that Jupiter also can expand things. So you might end up planning a trip that, and maybe sometimes be a little too optimistic. So you might end up like planning a trip for um, that's just way too much or too much time off work or cost too much or whatever. Or just be aware of that, um, especially with that Neptune transit going on as well in Venus. I can see people during this time planning really luxurious, expensive trips that maybe they don't really have the money for. Um, just just keeping it in mind. On the 11th, Mercury goes into Virgo. <laughs> so here's the deal. After all that happens, Mercury goes into Virgo and is going to be like, what the fuck were you guys thinking? Oh my God, no. Don't go out with him. We're not going to Bali for two months. Like, Let's get back to... Let's get back to reality. So that kind of like couple days of dreaminess and maybe like chatty and wanting, your, it's it's gonna come to a, I would say a productive end around the 11th. And it's gonna make you very aware of what you're saying. This is a really good time to analyze what's important to us. Um, details may come a bit easier for now. This is a really good time also to clean rooms in your house. It's also a good time to edit Know that your speech might be a little dry because this is Mercury. Your speech, how we communicate, critical and maybe even lacking creativity. So, this isn't to say that because every sign Mercury and Virgo is great. It's where it wants to be. It's one of the places Mercury really enjoys being. Um, but just keep in mind that every sign has positive elements and has you know maybe somewhat negative elements. So Mercury and Virgo can be really critical. And this might be a good thing, especially coming off of that Mercury opposing Jupiter and the Venus opposing Neptune. It might be a really good thing because that trip that you have planned out that's three months long and that guy that you went out on a date with that you know, convinced you to get your tongue pierced within an hour of knowing each other, you know, maybe these aren't your, this isn't really what you want to do. This isn't how you want to be spending your time. Um, and Mercury is going to be asking you that. And Mercury is also going to be getting you to get, so around this time, I'm going to be deciding on an assistant and starting that process. And that's great because I'm gonna have a lot more capacity to explain the details of what I want done, but we're probably not gonna start any creative projects because that's not gonna be a great, pro- so that just keep that in mind for creative, especially like photographers. You might not be really inspired during Mercury being in Virgo and Venus being in Virgo, but this is such a great time to like edit, maybe, oh, like editing a website. Um, But you're gonna wanna be working on content that you already have created because creating the content might not come as easy at this time. So around August 11th through August 12th, so then that same day, Venus is trining Pluto I just, I love these transits. So trine is a flowing energy. Just a reminder, if any of the words that I say, you're like, what the heck does that mean? Look below in the vocab list and I've hopefully defined it. Trine know is down there. So, and I add to it every week when I say new words that I haven't said, defined before. So Venus or trine is a flowing energy and Venus is our, is love, it's relationships, it's money, it's it's how we connect to other people. It's how we connect to the material world. And then Pluto is transformation. It's death and rebirth. Um, so this is a really wonderful time to, you know, use that transformative energy of Pluto to transform your finances, to transform your relationships. So you can do that by doing things like meditations. You can do healing work. Um, if you you know, you can get an Akashic record reading around this time. I do Akashic Record readings and they're super fun. So um yeah, reach out and book one of those around that time. On the 15th, Venus is entering Libra. I'm excited for this. This is gonna be like August guys is gonna be a pretty fun month. The first week I thought I think was gonna we're already past at this point. It's a little rough. Um, Just kind of transitioning into some of this new energy. But once it gets going, it's real nice. And, you know, on the 15th, Venus is entering Libra. We're going to be really charming during this time. This is a really good transit, actually, for getting what you want. And because we're willing to work with others to get what we want, we can be a little idealistic about love at this time. I would say the only downside of this transit is we can be a little flighty and inconsistent and avoid going deep into deeper issue issues. So you're probably not going to want to like have really deep intense conversations with your partner around this time. And what's cool is we had that Venus trining Pluto. So there was a lot of transformation that's been happening with Venus and Venus has gotten a lot of pressure. And so I think that Venus being in Libra, it's its home sign. It's just going to kind of get to chill out a little bit. Um, again, I did say the downside of this transit so we can be a little flighty and inconsistent. But this is a really great time for photographers, artists, musicians, creatives of all types. So here's what I'll say. Use this week of the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th to this is my creatives. This is really anybody. You can apply this. Edit your life. Get like clean things out. Um, just physically clean. Like I did a lot of cleaning this weekend. Did some laundry um, and throw it in like putting things together. Like, like I said, we had like bought a patio set. And so Caleb put together half of it. I put together the other half of it. Um, just things like that. We have a mattress downstairs that we desperately need to get rid of. So this would be a good time to do that. And then once Venus enters into Libra, that's when you're going to go, you know, be a little bit more creative. So maybe when you're going to design something new or maybe you're going to go shopping and like, you know put some new things in your home or create or paint. So the first part of the month is about making space to create beauty in the second half of the month. If you can kind of think about it like that. Um, on the 18th, Mercury is conjuncting Mars. This is a great time to get a lot of stuff done. Um, it is an intense, again, Mercury is in Virgo. This is an intense mental time. Um, Mars is fighting, it's war, it's how we fight, it's how we fuck, it's our passion, it's our, it's our driving force. So when Mercury is conjuncting Mars, there's this driving force to our communication, there's a driving force to our mental processing. Um, so we can be a little bit cutting with our words, even more so than usual that Mercury and Virgo, um, but we can get a lot done during this time. This is also, Mars conjunct Mercury uh, is also associated with lawsuits, slander, accusations. So this will be happening globally. So let's watch for that around the 18th. There probably gonna be something that's gonna happen, like an accusation made or a lawsuit. The inflammation from Mars... Um, it's important that you know you're wrong. So (laughs) Mars wants you to, Mars with Mercury is like, I want you to know that you're wrong. It's not enough for you to just be wrong. It's not enough for me to just be right. It's actually important for me, for you to know that you're wrong. Um, So that's kind of the energy behind it. This is a really great time for editing. So cutting or editing, this isn't the best time to create. So I know I said that, that you know, Venus entering Libra, we're going to be a lot more creative. Well, around this date, you're probably not going to feel as creative. You're going to, because that Mars energy is going to be really intense with that Mercury energy, you're probably going to have more of a drive to like cut and get rid of things. Um, so yeah, do that. This is probably not the best time for like, creating the content itself so you know my I know I have a lot of photographers that listen to this podcast and a lot of content creators this is probably not the date you're going to want to create the content it's the date you're going to want to edit the content on the 19th Uranus goes retrograde I don't have a ton to say about that because the outer planets going to retrograde I don't think we feel quite as much unless they're changing signs Um, but I do want to point out that Uranus is going retrograde that day. Also on the 19th, the sun is opposing Jupiter. This is just kind of a nice feeling of everything is falling into place. There's just kind of a bit of luck to everything you do. I will say watch over committing at this time. You're going to be really optimistic about your future efforts. Um, if you're naturally shy, you're gonna be a little bit more outgoing in this time. But if you're a little bit more extroverted like myself, watch, I'm actually an introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert. But if you're chatty like me, naturally, watch running over other people during this time because you're gonna feel this sense of like optimism to everything you say and do. Um, and also again, if you, you're you going to tend to also overcommit at this time, and have a really high expectation of what you're able to get done. And on August 21st, Mars trines Uranus. This is a really fun time. So Mars is again, passion, fucking, fighting. It's our driving force. Uranus is change, it's upsets, it's accidents, it's innovation. This is time to take some risk because there's that flowing trine energy. If it was Mars square Uranus, I would say be careful of accidents. Mars trine Uranus, I'm like, take some damn risk. Um, This is a perfect time to start new projects. New romances around this time may may be fun and full of sexual energy, but they're not likely to last, so just keep that in mind. You can add some spice to your current relationship by trying something new. So if you're somebody that, you know, has likes to experiment or maybe you've never experimented before and you want to try it, this is a good time to try it. You might find yourself so like per pick because, you know, most when it comes to like bedroom toys and things like that, you're not going to just like run down the street and pick it up from Walmart. I mean, apparently you can buy vibrators from Target and Walmart guys, but I'm pretty sure it's online. Um, but just prepare for it, even if you've never, you know, introduced any kind of like toy or anything like that in the bedroom, and yeah, just realize you might want to around this date. Let yourself be a little curious, um, even with yourself, even if it's just yourself. You know, that's you can experiment with yourself too. So just throwing that out there. I don't normally sex may become more of a topic on the show. I really like talking about sex. I've been um dealing and healing with a lot of my own sexuality over the past really year I've really been diving into it and as a Capricorn I tend to not share things until I have them processed out a little bit um but as I have things processed out I will start to share more and I am really passionate about sex sexual health and wellness and empowerment so if that's something you guys are interested in learning or hearing more about or just my journey with it let me know um again I might not be like super chatty about it for at least a little bit longer but i am seeing myself kind of turning a corner and like ready to talk about it and ready to start embracing this like publicly more okay moving on on the 22nd we have a full moon in aquarius at 29 degrees so this is the second full moon that we've had in aquarius so this is the actual definition of a blue moon now most of the time like oh blue moon it's twice in one month like the same having two full moons in one month But it's actually when you have two full moons in the same sign that month or in that season. So we've already had a full moon in Aquarius, and now we're having another one. This is gonna be a lot less intense than the last full moon, which was at the end of July. Whew, and I'm gonna say thank God for that one. That happened over my brother's wedding, and I had so many emotions. Everyone around me had so many emotions. Like really high emotions, also some low emotions. I, I know I said some things like I'm, I was like me and my brother both were very vocal with our mom about some things and set up some good boundaries. Um, But it was a lot and I was processing a lot. And yeah, so I'm happy to hear that this full moon and that happened around July 24th. So just think back of what was going on that weekend Um, this is going to be less intense than that one, but it's going to be finishing up some themes that were brought to our attention during that previous full moon. This is a really wonderful time for romance. Long-term relationships are likely to be established during this time, while current relationships get a jolt of stimulation and commitment more positive full moon versus the one in the end of the July that was a lot closer to Saturn. So when the full moons are closer to Saturn, there's a lot more like work to be done. And I definitely will use the word work with Saturn because that's what Saturn is. It's work. It's the thing we don't want to do. It is a little bit of that enslavement energy. Um, But this one, the sun is conjuncting Jupiter, which is just so much more positive and expansive. But because it is it's in a fixed sign. It's, it has that Saturnian energy still in the sign of Aquarius. There's some, there's some structure to this and there's a lot of commitment to this full moon. So this is a really wonderful time, um, even just to establish and celebrate the commitment you have to yourself and that relationship with yourself. I think that's so important. So, but really looking at like, what are the themes that came up? for me around the 24th and how can I work with that energy, excuse me, dance with that energy um, around this full moon. And if you want ideas about that based on your own chart, you can set up a reading or do a mini reading um, using the link below and we can get some rituals set up that are personalized to you around that full moon. On the 22nd, the sun enters Virgo and now is the time to work. I find that a lot of times with Leo energy, we get really passionate and we want to plan and we want to look at the future and we are very, cause we want to be seen and lots of things that we want, I think kind of come up and, and a lot of passion and fire has been building up, but now it's really time to get to work. Virgo does the nitty gritty, you know, it it's associated with the chores and the list. And Virgo loves that, by the way. Also, I remember the home edit was released, uh, like the TV show, uh, and during Virgo season last year. So I don't know if it's set to release during Virgo season this year, but I remember thinking that was really funny because Virgo, it is about organization. It's about cleaning. It's about... um, so, the sun entering Virgo, like us literally watching a show and looking at the sun, um, themes around that. So, we can expect, you know, a lot of that energy. So, think home edit energy. So, now is the time. It's the beginning of August. Order your containers, order your Marie Condo books, whatever you do to organize, clean some stuff out. Because during the end of August, this is the perfect time to organize your home. And then on the 23rd, Venus is trining Saturn and I really love this tra- transit. I think that we're just going to really, we're going to be happy about the commitments that we've made um, to ourselves and the commitments we've made and our relationships. We're going to feel a lot more stable and bonded during this time. This is also a really good time to work through any relational issues you've had and find a compromise. Creativity will be very productive, but with Saturn in the mix, a bit traditional. So But Venus and Saturn are both in the, in the signs that they rule at this time. Venus will be in Libra. Saturn will be in Aquarius. And yeah, there's a lot of good potential for, um, constructive work around communication and relationships. This is also a really great time if you do any type of like social media work or design work to do some of that and create during that time as well, um, on the 24th, Mercury is opposing Neptune, so we've had some good days. This is likely to be a little bit of a confusing day, so all that, and also miscommunication in relationships. So the day before, with that Saturn and you know, a lot of that harmony in relationships, you might all of a sudden find yourself miscommunicating things or looking back at things you've said, and maybe not really understanding totally what is reality. Our perceptions are really clouded. So I just, you know, this isn't a great time for deep conversations. Just skip those that day. You've probably, you know, save your conversations. um, And this, again, this isn't necessarily just romantic. This is any type of conversation. Like, with this can be with a client, you know, Venus trying to Venus is definitely money and clients and this can be with a client this can be with um, family members this can be with even your neighbors and people you interact with this just you might find that just avoid having those heavy conversations around the 24th because you might find that that Neptune energy is leaving you a little bit confused but this is a really wonderful time for meditation and journaling, as well as channeling. On the 26th, Mercury is trining Pluto, which is a really great energy for writing, um, cord cord cutting, and plant rituals. So also a really good time for editing. Editing. This is also a really good time to cut habits that are connected to emotions and cutting band-aids, whatever that is. So for instance, like let's say you use your phone to check out. And you're like, I am checking out on my phone because I know there's an emotion attached to it. Maybe it's I feel overwhelmed. Maybe it's I don't feel good enough. Or maybe it's I'm scared or whatever it is. Or maybe it's just... I lack of motivation, or maybe you're sad, or whatever it is. If there are habits that you have that you know are connected to emotions, the 26th of August is a really great time to cut those. So I suggest when we're breaking habits to do them on multi-level. So do a ceremony where you're cutting or breaking with that habit um, that's connected to that emotion. So for instance, you know, if you you can even write down on a piece of paper like screen time or you know maybe you're overeating or maybe you're checking out with alcohol or drugs or whatever it is um you can write that on a piece of paper and you can burn it you can you know write it on a piece of paper and tear it up you can imagine the habit as a physical item that you are getting rid of and go through a meditation in your mind, Um, and then also breaking the habit. So you do the ceremony, you do the meditation, and maybe you, you know, work through it multiple times, and then you cut the habit. And that energy on the day will help you break those habits that are maybe a little bit compulsive and coming out of a place of you know, managing your emotions. Okay, and finally, at the end of the month, on the 30th, Mercury moves into Libra. So how can I ease up tension? This is a really great time for social gatherings, pleasant conversation, graceful and diplomatic. So after all of our lovely, you know, that full moon and just feeling really romantic and loving and wanting to connect with people, um, the 30th, just ending the month on just connecting with friends and letting things feel fun and easy and social. This is a, this. is There's a lot of ebbs and flows to this month. I would say overall, the theme is the first weeks are a little bit heavier and then it gets lighter and lighter, but there's also an energy of rolling up your sleeves and getting to work. So that's all I got for you today. Um my energy, I can like, as as I talk about these transits, I can feel the transits. And so it can be a lot of energy piling up for me. So sometimes at the end, I'm like feeling awesome and feeling great. But I think that like going through all those transits, I'm like, okay, I feel actually kind of exhausted going through all that because I am missing feeling grounded right now. So I'm going to go ground and kind of get back into my body a little bit, drink some water. Um, But guys, I just want to say I'm really excited for this month. I think we need this month. I think this month is going to feel like a breath of fresh air. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are enjoying this, please, please, please consider leaving a review. Five stars would be delightful. Um, Wherever you're listening to this podcast, it really does help the podcast grow. Share it on social media. Tag me at Victoria G. Stevens. And if you are interested in getting a reading from me, all that information is in the show notes below. You can go to my website and learn more about me there. Victoria Greer Stevens. Stevens is spelled with a P-H. So that's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S. Links for all of that are below. And I, yeah, I hope you guys have a lovely week. If you don't follow me on Instagram, guys, go follow me. It's really fun. Oh, oh, that's what the other thing I was going to say. I am now posting at the beginning of the week, the energy for every single day of that week on my Instagrams. Like today, it's Sunday. I posted a week's worth of energy updates. And then every single day I post the one for that day. So follow me over there. It's really great. And just to kind of, I use them. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Yep. That's what I need today. Today I need, or tomorrow, whatever. I need to wake up and meditate before I get going because you know Neptune's in the mix and can make me a little a little foggy. So things like that. Anyway, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Um, let me know what you thought of today's episode. If you have any questions or want to create the perfect ritual for yourself, don't hesitate to reach out. Bye.